0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Melbourne's diverse poetry
0: scene. Poets using their voices to entertain, to move, to take you on a journey.
1: Connecting you to grassroots poetry and performance.
0: Welcome to the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. Three CR broadcasts from Wondery Land in the Kulin Nation, stolen land. We pay our respects to elders, past and present. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Our guest today is poet and performer Katie Lona, who's featured at the likes of Mother Tongue Poetry Spective, Passionate Tongues, and Melbourne Spoken Word Poetry Festival. Her poetry has been described as being unencumbered with a sense of freedom and joy. She joins us in the studio this morning to share some of her new work. Today's show explores food and sensuality, so there will be some sexual references and mild coarse language, just letting you know before we begin. This is Katie Loner.
1: knew his way around my kitchen cut onions so swiftly entered so softly soup the color of his cum squeeze of lemon for good health when he cooked the windows fogged longing in anticipation clumsy cream spilt Nervous with timing, but the layers of spice, potato and leek slowly digested through me in the right harmony. We were so full but couldn't keep our hands off each other, tracing each other's skin, hair stood on end, and there were many snuggling every inch, every crevice, every orifice all over me. Sweat so sweet and unimaginably thick, swallows me whole. I count every mouthful, magic. No tricks, the senses do not lie. The foreplay became richer with flavour over time I love a hungry man a passionate man I listened he listened I I I I the ballad of our bodies no meal like it, I made a man hungry, he needed a second dinner, ravished, he helped himself. Sailing this soup. clasp your hand in mine and come aboard, and let this adventure take us forth, whether or not this will last, we have this, unknown but amazing, nevertheless, Wandering this ocean, wanting you. Dangerously close to falling. Catch me. All the love songs sound so much sweeter. I will hold you in the storm. If we bubble over, we'll go together. Fused in this heat, this passion. We've both been sunk, but let's sail once more. I'm scared too. Let me see us through. Are you ready to dive? I'm ready. Are you? It's safe in my arms. Can you feel my heart whispering to you? Go. Go. Your stirring hand pauses when you touch me. And you know you feel it too. And where? You look back. But choose land. But I sail, sunset, sunrise, and all the day's ride. The sea watches willingly as the wind sings me along. I search, I soar.
0: Welcome to the show, Katie Lona.
1: Thanks, Brendan, for having me.
0: We usually say in radio, we usually uh, get a level and we ask people, what did they have for breakfast this morning? But that never usually goes to air, but it seems fitting <laughs> to ask you, what did you have for breakfast this morning?
1: Three cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since New Year's, I've been not being able to eat in the morning. Just because I've, you know, partying, not partying, (laughs) cheesing, I usually cheese. Um, Having cheese all uh, until about midnight plus, I can't eat in the morning. So, yeah, I only have three cups of coffee, which is kind of sad. But lunch is going to be nuts. I get the
0: feeling (laughs) uh, food is a very central experience for you.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Watching people eat uh, is one of my little feeny things. (laughs) Just the lips and, yeah, just the consumption and... It's a, a very, like, sensual act, it's, um, and if you're sharing it with someone, it's even better.
0: <laughs> Where do you think that came from?
1: Well, I grew up with my um, Hungarian grandma, and she used to always cook, 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 and I um, was trying to learn some of her recipes, and she used to say, you know, you taste, you know, I'm like, give me how much salt you put in, you know, yeah. like this, <laughs> and um, yeah, um, and we always had to gather and cook and eat together, and we always ate fast, though, us um you Hungarians, like you, you put you, you don't talk. I know for some people we have a talk. You eat slowly, and uh, we just we feast. We talked when we were cooking, and when we we're eating, we just ate really, really fast. Um, so I grew up cooking with her. All like lo- lots of Hungarian dishes, like the goulashes and spenalt, which is spinach stew. A lot of um plebeian food. So all the potatoes and garlic and onions, and yeah, just those things that you had in the had in the cupboard and. Um, there's one dish that's nuts, which is called gomborts, which I called gumboots when I was little, which is like, um, a potato dumpling with plum jam in the middle and it takes hours to make, but it's bloody delicious. And it's got like breadcrumb sugar on the outside. That was probably the one that took ages that everything else you just chuck in and saute and it's ready for you. Yeah.
0: It's sort of like a, an artistic practice in itself, the preparation of food.
1: Oh yes. Oh, no, I, Bonnie's dad used to say, N- "Preparation is ninety <laughs> percent." And then the it's bowls just ready, it's a you know.
0: wolf down and it's over.
1: Yeah, it's so fleeting, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a flower, you know. It's so you know, alive for a bit and then it's gone. But yeah, the digestive is digests in the intestines and comes out at the end. But anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As a poet, were you drawn to food straight away? Yeah. And what what got you into poetry?
1: I studied um, graphic design, and I loved typography and experimental type so I love like the data and you know the jazz posters and how their text would um, express you know emotions and stuff and like I love designing with text so yeah I'd love typography and I love like designing with words um, and then I met um, Bridget Morgan and Felicity Malay and I did a speak up course with them and I've um, done it that was 2016 um and they just delve into the spoken word world and being vulnerable you know s- s- telling your story of your whole heart and um things like that but, but my first poem was about um a pe- i had an obsession with um people who hoard things if it had happened to be you know dvds or toys but i had this poem about a cheese hoarder um and it that kind of where it started, and a lot of people when I got up on open mic, they just shout out the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I wrote yeah wrote about cheese and um, my uh, a tradition, Hungarian tradition of crumbing chicken. So yeah, my first poems are food based. Yeah. <laughs> well, the
0: first poem you read today was not all about food.
1: No. Yeah, I started to be a bit naughty with it, so um, my grandma looking down on me now is probably going to go, Katie, what have you twisted this food obsession with? I'm like, oh, it's so sensual though, isn't it? Um, so yeah, that poem was based on a real life experience of someone making me soup, but obviously I, my imagination went wild. Um I've gone through some life changing um, things in the last um, year. so I've lived living by myself. I'm out of a uh, five year relationship and um, recovered from um, uh, ongoing pollenoidal sinus disease. So I was trying to express my sensuality and um, uh, sexuality through through food because I love food so much. so it's kind of like this new. Um, era in my life where I'm exploring this and overcoming longing and loneliness and delving into imagination and desires. So it's a kind of a, a bit of a different tent. I like to challenge myself and so these um, stories um, I've created a year about the desires and food and um, some of the alter ego characters like a lonesome cowboy or a, you know, feeny chef comes out but then obviously there's a, there's a drop out of all those characters and it's just, you know, me telling my story and it's raw and vulnerable and oh, ever so cheesy. So I'm trying to celebrate cheesiness in all its forms as well. Um, cheesiness the, and cheese. Cheesiness and cheese, like that's the obvious, you know. And um, some of those music, um, my poems are too kind of inspired by country music. So that's like the ultimate longing and sorrow and lonesomeness. And so that's my new soundtrack to um, my life at the moment. Um,
0: so you have a show coming up. Yes, around this around this theme.
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, um, uh, it's called the Hungry Poet, and it's um, at the Motley Bear House, seventeenth um, and eighteenth of February, um, 8, eight thirty pm. Uh, the venue's like wheelchair accessible on that level too, so that's like a big plus for me, um, making it accessible. And mm-hmm. yeah, again, the audience is in. So yeah, that's coming up. Um, Alex D. from Leipzig Lab choreographs. Um, Choreograph. probably what's the music word for choreographing. Um, composing um, some music to the, some of my poems—a little bit of a country um, twang theme. So yeah, the theme of it is I'm in my kitchen, very lonely. So it's good to kind of feel like there are these sounds coming through. So it's um, yeah. So the I don't want to give it too much
0: away. No, don't give too much away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. thinking back to when you did, uh, you know, the the Speak Up course mm. all those years ago, did you ever? Have an inkling that you might be doing a show as a result of that.
1: Ooh. Yeah, I always um, yeah had that dream of um, yeah performing and writing my own show, um, and I've done smaller kind of things at uh, Hill Seen Life Festival, which is really good for um, developing work. And um, but yeah, uh, I kind of always had that dream. So yeah,
0: you've done a lot of open mics. In your life.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll get around. Or I'll, I'll get around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does the open mic experience affect the way you write, do you think?
1: Yeah, I always um, – if it's not ready, I'll try it out on the open mic. <laughs> yeah, I used, be, I used to be like, oh, I had to be ready for the open. But the community is so encouraging and it's good to just get out your stuff and if you try it out and you kind of learn what works – um, for me, sometimes i got a lot of comedy in my spoken word. You learn about timing and what works and what not, and you edit when you get home and how did that feel on the, on the stage. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, always um, use the open mics um, to develop my work and, yeah, see what they wanted to say. And...
0: Any favourites?
1: Oh, <laughs> I love poetry spectives. I love that, yeah, um, that Lish runs at Fighter Foots Grey Bar. Um, and passionate tongues, oh you know, you have to love passionate tongues. Oh yeah, Michael Reynolds, um yeah, and word um is becoming a favourite of mine as well. Yeah, with um at the Motley Bear House, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh am I leaving out? Who am I leaving out? No, nah, I think yeah, my it's almost like that. <laughs> but yeah, poetry spectives. on that's like, yeah, oh, I love that one so much and um because I do um uh yeah, a feature poet and then the other poet does a retrospect of another poet so and then Lish always brings extra books and you know you kind of learn about different poets and um yeah so it's, it's yeah quite a unique gig and yeah the sun is shining or at least it's attempting to so get your picnic blankets out and gather your mates and stock up on your summer wine we're so excited that our summer wine fundraiser is back this year, we're selling delicious wine generously provided by 3CR supporter Jamshed Wines. Just $20 per bottle, or you can snap up even more of a bargain by buying in a dozen or half dozen lots and mixes. Order online 3cr.org.au forward slash shop or call the station on 9419 8377 during business hours. Jamshed Wines is a 3CR supporter. Subscribe to 3CR. Where else can you hear radical news, analysis, music and opinions? Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. Thank you, 3CR. We love you.
0: Yes, please subscribe to 3CR and help us to keep doing what we do. And today we're talking with Katie Lona about food, sensuality, and her upcoming show, The Hungry Poet.
1: Dothro prisoners in the US state of Texas receive a personalized last meal before they are executed. Because in 2011, one inmate ordered a big ass meal and refused to eat a bite. He said he wasn't hungry. As Glenn Fry and Don Henley wrote in Desperado, Your prison is walking through this world all alone. This is for my Dennis Barato, who loves eating howdy hot chicken and me. I'm a quarter of chicken covered in piles and piles of chips smothered with gravy that slowly drips from chip to chip and tickles my crispy flesh. Head to toe, baby, $6.50. You nestle into the moist cave of my love and I carry you out dizzy from one dream to another. You look up and see my face who needs a fancy last meal at how to hot chicken? I look into your eyes, are the kind you get caught in. So I'm careful. A deep, dark brown with swirls like a fascinating flame. You can't look away, and you don't know why. You can't put your finger on it. Too hot to handle, a howdy hot chicken. The mayhem takes a joyful spin around your tongue. You're talking my language. You set fire to your mum's petrol station and your dad's supermarket. <laughs> Crackle and kaboom, service running through your veins. Is this love? Or just good customer service? And howdy hot chicken. I like to think that moment... I like to think about that moment you're eating that chicken with two hands and lean back in wicked laughter. <laughs> Far enough that I can see up your fully arched, growl esque nostrils. I can see your brain up there, ever plotting. How many chips can you fit up there? That how to heart chicken. I like to think about that. I like to think about what you think about between the gaps of your letters. I like to think about those greasy chippy fingers and how they feel on my body and whether being too full will hinder me from being coaxed into my fullest expression. Let's 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 sweat near the deep fryer. I want to rip off that orange hipster onesie. Let me gaze upon those 55 tattoos. Let me squeeze those biceps with circumference of 48 centimeters. Let me mess up that perfectly slicked back hair. At heart a heart Chicken. Let's, let's have a sleepover party and lay our mattresses on the floor of Howdy Hot Chicken and make love to the hum of the Coca-Cola display fridge under the flickering fluorescents. It'll be like that one faithful night where we brought the mattresses into the lounge room and watched the eagles howl freezes over on repeat with schnacky schnacks galore. Only this time, the music is our hearts thumping, And rather than whispering sweet nothings, it's chippy, salty somethings you recite to me again and again. From chip to chip, at Howdy Hot Chicken. You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet. We wake up, to the sound of the deep fryer on fire and the emergency alarm system wailing and blissfully drag our chicken-drizzled mattress out the door. Coffin and spluttering and cackling. Look what we have created. If you can't have howdy hot chicken again, no one can. I hope this meal calms the hairy beast that crawls in your blood don't your feet get cold in the winter time? <laughs> i'll snuggle you tight like feet in new moccasins tucked in with you in this humble corner of the world we won't grow old together, but you'll forever have my fire in your guts. And how would a hard chicken.
0: So what inspired that poem?
1: Oh, oh dear me. Um, <laughs> so I went on a date and... Um, we were reminiscing about this uh, chicken shop that it wasn't called Howdy Hot Chicken. Um, It was called the Chicken Salad Spot in Gladie Park. And I used to go there at every lunchtime um, at high school. And that was when year 11, 12, you can escape the school and go to the shopping centre and get your your chicken and um, chips and stuff. So um, when I went on this date, they knew about this chicken shop. And I'm like oh my god you'll love this chicken shop too and yeah anyway we left the date and then my imagination ran wild and then I wrote this poem. <laughs> so the original one was called um, Chicken Salad Spot Romance um, but then I um, got inspired by um, Sam Helps' Death Row Dollies um, which was about women who fall in love with inmates, and I kind of morphed it into that and then I thought about prison and desperado and so it's kind of morphed over the times but yeah originally it was about a boy who liked chicken as well and then I made up the rest (laughs) and then I said I wrote a poem about you and then I got ghosted Uh if you get your heart broken at least you got a poem out of it
0: (laughs) have you ever had a poem written about you
1: Yes. Um my friend TJ wrote a poem about me and she actually um did it on Open Market Passionate Tongues. <laughs> it was really cute. Um, and my ex wrote a poem about called, um for my 30th birthday called 13 which is yeah, made me cry. I was a surprise party at a Greek restaurant and then he wrote a said a poem to me. I'm like, "Oh my god." And I couldn't eat cuz I was so emotional. I couldn't even eat all this beautiful Greek food cuz I was just like, "Oh my god, the surprise and the oh the love is too much. I was already filled up before so mm. the love, so I mm-hmm. couldn't eat. That's why you eat before you do the love bit. You know, it's about the foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What is it about it that makes you so emotional, do you think?
1: Oh, I think because they see you. You've felt really seen. People should do this more, tell people how they feel. It's not, don't have to wait till the eulogy. Like at the moment, you know, I'm writing odes to people like gifts are poems. Just tell them now and express it and make them feel loved.
0: We're nearly coming to the end of the show
1: mm.
0: now. Yum. Yum, yeah. <laughs> I bet you're waiting to have breakfast. I know, all three <laughs> After months. your three coffees. You're, you've mentioned the dates of your show, but just mention them again in case someone's just tuned in.
1: Yes, um, it's... Friday the 17th of February and Saturday the 18th of February, at the Motley Bear House, 8.30pm. show's called The Hungry Poet.
0: And where can people get tickets?
1: Um, through uh, the Motley Bear House website or you we can search it on Try Booking.
0: It's called The Hungry Poet. The Hungry Poet, yes. <laughs> well, thank you for coming along today.
1: Thanks, Brendan. Thanks for having me.
0: Do you want to take us out with another poem? Yes. Thank you. This has been the Spoken Word Show on 3CR coming to you every Thursday at 9am from 855am on the radio or www.3cr.org.au Our guest today has been Katie Loner. Thank you for listening.
1: I saw you and I knew Playful, passionate you trip and I fall with you. You speak and I'm home. The world blurs, you're crisp and ready to crunch. My gaze transfixed upon your face, listening and tasting every detail. Yum. Hot And straight out of the oven, ready to eat Your lips dance kindness and describe wisely What was written on my sleeve How did you see into me? I try not to kiss you, I hold my thoughts But they spark from my paws Body on fire I want to hide, but also come all over you. Don't stop talking or I'll have to make a scene of public passion. I only want you and I to know this feeling, just us. Throw this table to the side so I can delve into all of you. Laser black clothes, dark eyes and smile of the gods. Easy, flowing and energised I laugh, you laugh I stare, you stare Deeper and deeper Into connection Wine felt sinfully smooth as I listened to your tones You showed me food porn You get me You showed me humour and wit I get you I recite my mind and you hear me loudly. Your voice comforting, alluring and strong holding this moment tenderly tight. Then nausea hit me like a cruel friend. I drank too much wine. She says I have to wait a bit longer to feel your lips on mine. That bitch created a longing Frustrated in anticipation Simmering for longer Maybe for the better Flavour will be more powerful I suppose But, oh, God gacked As you would joyfully postulate The intensity so palatable Cheesiness, ooh Take me now, waiting, holding your hand, feel so safe and sensual, the poet is lost for words. Take me for another meal. I need another bite of you, sometime soon. Take me.